Everything that you know, I taught you. Oh, I figured it out. Of course you do. It's not your fault, though. It's not your fault. You see where it says monitor down there? You could turn the monitor knob up a little bit. Up? Yeah, so I can. So I can. Nah, it's for this. It's like to the far right. Better? Uh, we'll see. And there's another one knob next to it. You can turn it up. To the left or the main? Yeah, main. Turn it up a little bit. That's good. And the other one. Turn the other one up too. What other one? It's so it's a main and then it's a it's another one next to it. No, I think monitor main. Monitor main, yeah. Turn those up. Alright, cool. Well, we shall People see. Have all this. I'm okay. firing my nah, sound, nah, man. Nah, we good. I'm firing you. Done before good. we start. Alright, let's go. He's for the bin do that. Hit the share. Alright. So, today, or I should say tonight. I don't even know what the name of the show is, but. The name of the show is Us. There we go. Us. That's dope. Us. I hope we don't get sued, though. Okay. We need some, we need some music. We need some music, too. We don't that's freaked out. <laughs> then put on the music if you would. <laughs> no. It's the rock. Kill the DJ. Right. And the sound man. So. He's fired. What are we talking about tonight? So this is going to be um, another episode of Reasoning Minds podcast with my guest over here, uh -huh. Mr. Sutton. Yeah. Known as Mr. Don't Shoot the Messenger. Professional, the professional Sutton. Sutton. There we go. Um, he not letting me do my own intro like I don't know how. Oh, my bad. This is this is why I can't have him up here. You know, you got to teach people stuff. Can't take him out. Can't let him off the porch, y'all. They don't know everything, you know, so you got to help people out, man. You so, got to help people out. Hi, Janina. So, we wanted to talk about a few things related to the movie or the film documentaries, mm. miniseries. Lord have mercy. When They See Us. Whew. That's tough to watch. That was tough. I think the first thing is to just uh, literally just sit with my emotions. Like, it was a very tough film to watch. Very tough. Tough, tough isn't a word. I mean, watching that and realizing that, you know, we got a teenage son. You know, realizing that we work with, you know, teenagers all the time. And you seeing how they literally... Through the kids in jail. Now, speaking of throwing in jail, and I don't want to say it's karma because I don't want to talk bad about people, but you know that guy, the lead prosecutor? Mm. The gentleman, not not the yes, uh, lady. The guy that was working with the He passed away today. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I know. And it's like everybody that did those kids dirty is really. Definitely. I don't want to say getting back because he was old. It ain't like he was like 25, but like the lady, she lost her book deal. Which they she have shouldn't not have. lived great lives. Right. Like, as much as probably in the media they want to show that they're probably living great lives or to their friends and family, they weren't really in the media too much nah. after the case. But you already know, people with that kind of kar karma, their lives do not go. But it's sad that it took this movie for, for them to really get, like, fired for anything to happen. I mean, that's just, that's just sickening. Most of the time, it takes exposure for people to be seen for what they are. I mean, that's just life. But it was, this I mean. This is why people and great writers like Ava DuVernay and producers and directors are so important, especially of color, because they can only tell our story the way we tell our story. For real. And nobody can really dig deep and be as emotional through a screen as she right. can. Not respect her. A lot. 
And when you talk about art, like that's art at its finest because it's a lot, cause like you said, it's depicting something that we all need to hear, but it's also like you get to see it. You felt it. Like I said, I shed tears. I ain't even going to lie. Like watching that, it's scary because it's 2019, 30 years later, and this shit's still happening. It's not like if you're black, you're not exempt. You know what I mean? And I feel like, you know, I was saying whenever you're black, it's like that cautionary tale. It's like, be careful. Like, it's a gun. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're shooting a gun, you got you to be careful because you don't want to get shot. But being black, like, you shouldn't have to tell somebody, yo, you, you know, well, you got you to be careful how you drive, how you sit in the car, and how you sneeze because you don't want them to think that you come on. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. You got to think 10 steps ahead. But when is it going to stop, though? When is it going to stop? Stop it. But at... At what point? Because even in New Haven, you know, we had a situation where the cop shot that young lady and a young man, and people protest, and then like a lot of people were saying, "Oh, it don't matter because that's not it's you know it's it happened and it's nothing." But like we still gotta like ride for them. We still gotta keep pushing Absolutely. the envelope, you know. And I see Janina up here. Uh, Janina is a person who has been there since day one. Okay. Um, we were out protesting, she's Good. been going to council meetings, and it takes us as individuals to choose. Hey, Ma. I say this so much. As individuals, to choose what we're passionate about mm-hmm. in relation to the movement, right? right? It doesn't have, you don't have to always march. You don't have to always write letters. You don't always have to go to the legislator. You don't always have to, you know, be the loudest voice, but... Choose something and stick to it and execute it. Mm. If we all chose something that we were passionate about, right, in the movement, think how impactful that could be. Right. So, what's her name? G- Janina. Janina. Because she had a question Oh, about I'm it. so sorry. I have to remember to look at these comments and yeah. questions. I will speak to you. Janina says, speak to me about whether this might be potentially re-traumatizing to people of color especially. Well. Exactly what we want to discuss. So, you're... You, you're getting us right on track. Well, I want to say we already traumatize other people anyway. I mean, we already have PTSD. You know, it's in our DNA. It's in our culture ever since we were taken and stripped of our rights. But far as re-traumatizing, I think that people need to see this, Janine. Is Janine? Janina. Janina. Okay, I don't, I don't want to get messed up here. <laughs> um, it is tough to really watch. I, I will be honest with you. But again, I think that is something that needs to be viewed, especially for African-American young males, because you're watching the realness of America. And this is just a quarter of what really goes on. Again, you know, I think it's more so the emotional piece when you when you when you watch it, I get you. Um, But you should watch it and definitely should talk about it. Like this is not a movie that you can watch and you can just harvest because that's when. The emotional connection really, you know, throws you away. Um, so, but it just depends on your tolerance. Um, if you want to be entertained, I would say not watch this movie. No, this is not about entertainment. Right. If you want to be informed and really learn and to, you know, to type, to invoke some type of emotion, yes. But if you already have PTSD and you think that this might trigger it, um, then you might want to be careful. Now, there is no, f- there's not a lot of physical abuse going on. There's nothing like that's like too over the top. I mean, it was a little bit, but I think more the emotional aspect, that was tough. 
So yeah, I do think it it is re-traumatizing, um, Janina. But honestly, I don't think there's a way to avoid. Nah, nope. Being the trauma for us, I feel like the it's hard to say, but I feel like going through that and re-traumatization is a part of how we are going to heal because mm-hmm. I think that a lot of times we don't have the full aspect of things. We don't know. Nope. We're not fully informed about, you know, our history. And this is going to be a huge part. This is a huge part of our history just about 30 years ago, right? Well, that we yeah. didn't know about. And yes, it will be uh, traumatizing. I think for people who are very sensitive, you know, who, who struggle, like he said, with PTSD, but also... Just right now, if you're in a very anxious space or if you were struggling with getting your mental health under control, I would not watch it at this time just because I think it is a lot for somebody. But you need to watch it in bits and pieces, which is something that we did not do. No, we didn't. And I regret that because we were so captivated and just, like, upset. We just wanted to... For me, I wanted to see something good come out of it. I wanted to see the end and where they are. So I just kept watching and watching. But it was not a good idea. I would watch it in chunks and with someone. Absolutely with somebody, not alone. Rob Davis, what's up, man? Rob Davis, I'm checking. So just to answer your point, Janina, you know who needs to watch this? White America. White America needs... Because you can't tell us something that we already know. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we already know this goes on. We already know what happened. Like, we already have... You know, experience this enough. So I think that America, they need to really see this and they need to really watch this so it can invoke the type of emotion in us and rage so they can actually speak out. And that's what needs to happen. Now, Rob had a comment. Rob yes, Davis. I'm going to read this. Please do. Rob said, what's funny is not only did Trump play a big part yes, he did. in the whole Central Park Five case, but so did Rudy Giuliani. Uh-huh. He grew up in New York. And the NYPD was already horrible, but after that happened, black men couldn't get caught in Central Park West because Mm. the ass whippings were severe. In all the boroughs, New York PD waged war on black men. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And that is a key piece to this documentary because I think a lot of people did not know that or they knew it and it just kind of, you know, went away. You know, it's like what's hot in the news and then it's not hot. And that's a big reason why a lot of people were also shocked and still hurt in the poll that he's president, right? Because they already knew the hate Mm -hmm. that he was, you know, fueling from day one. Yeah. You know, so Rob, absolutely. And the stop and frisk and all these things that continued, he really laid the groundwork. And he's the reason why those boys were continuously... Uh, mistreated. No, why they are continued. And they are traumatized and they will never get back the years never. and time of their lives because of him writing a page and a statement mm. about hate and how they should die, basically. Right. And they're super predators and all this stuff. You know? Right. So, you know, when... So, Carrie, I used to work with her son. She's a, she's a, she's a great mom, by the way. D-Ruck, what's up, man? Hey, Ruck. The reason why... You know, and D-Ruck, he saw this. You know, I know he talked about it as well. Um, the reason why people need to watch this movie is because you need to talk about it and keep talking about it and keep talking about it. So I have a lot of people who say, well, we need to stop talking about slavery because, like, that's not good. People always talk about how we need to stop talking. Nah, we need to talk about it because... I'm sorry. 
Don't talk I know, okay, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I don't want I don't want I don't want to make nobody it's dead. Say right, it's dead. But then we are still seeing the chinks and armors and the the ramifications of slavery. But you don't want to talk about it. Like we got to talk about this stuff that happens. So that way when you talk about it, and you talk about it, now you're going to say, "You know what? I'm tired of talking. Let's do." And that's what needs to happen. But I think that what happens is America has programmed us to say, "Listen, you don't have it that bad." You know what I mean? Like it's really not that bad. Oh, we've come because such a long way. yeah, come on, like you look know. At all these things and we then have. and then even people look at us like, come on, you guys are living a middle class life. Yeah, but the middle class life in the home. But once we step out of our house, we are still considered niggas, like Jay Z said. Done. You know yes. what I mean? So that's why this movie is so important to watch because these these parents they didn't know, and there's a lot of parents that don't know. And New York also, what they're trying to pass a bill so that you can have no cash bond. I mean, bail. So, I'm sorry. So, when you go, your bail will be basically zero. So, you can come back to court because what what was happening is all these kids, all these people, they have bails. They don't even know what their bail is. Like, one guy, he was in jail for three years. Do you know how much his bail was? I, I will give you a guess how much his bail was. Just take a guess what this guy $600. Bailed. No, I'll give you another guess. $800. This guy's bail was $1. Nobody told this guy his bail was $1. So he sat in jail for three years. Now, this is one guy. Now, imagine all the other people that are in jail right now who bails is $10. That's crazy. That's you know crazy. what I mean? So this is why we need Education. to watch it because we need to be educate, you know, educated on probable cause, you know, stop and frisk. You know, if someone stops your child, and again, I'm not, I'm not a lawyer, but if your child is stopped and your child goes somewhere, your child is to say, I am not talking to you unless my parent is present or you can call my lawyer. That's it. And also, am I under arrest? That's the number one thing. I just, uh, knowing our rights is huge. For yes. me, I, I definitely know that we're not well informed of our rights. No, and we're I say not. We are because I'm a part of that. Because they're not readily taught, right? Because they don't want us to know our rights, so they can nope. continue to do whatever they want, you know. And I just saw a video about a guy. They had like machine guns and like four or five guns pointed at him for what? Oh, he's not a he's not under arrest. He's not a suspect. He's just being detained. Right. How do you have to be detained at gunpoint? No, you don't. What? Why? You know. So it's just. Um, Hi, Anitra, um, Talena. Hi, Abrina, Trisha. Let's read some of these comments. Let me get to these comments. First of all... I know that my mom, she had... She right here. Question. I'm about okay. to get to her right now. Uh, Ms. Lisa, Ms. she said, how do you feel about Corey, who really suffered the most? The thing is, <laughs> I'm not going to say too much about the characters because I don't want to spoil for people... Um, well, you won't spoil it. Even if you tell people... Watch it, no, but, but even if Corey you tell was, people, it won't spoil it. Yeah, Corey was a child in a... And I'm saying child, because these were children. He's 17. He was 16. He's a child. These, these were children, okay? He was not involved. He was not being detained, arrested. He was not a person of interest. None of the above. He accompanied his friend um, once his friend was taken away by the police. And he went to the station and sat for hours. They didn't question him or mm, anything until... They had their plan in place, and then they used him as a pawn yep. in the plan, and you know basically made him confess to things that he knew nothing about, and he suffered the most. He spent the most time in jail, mm -hmm. and he was the least involved 
in a situation. Wow. And I I can't stop thinking about him. Yes. Every single day I wake up since I watch this, I think about him. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of Corys in the world, you know, who suffer a great deal at the hands of the so-called justice system um, for their own gain, you know, their personal gain and reputation and money for what? And his life was ruined. And he was, I feel like he was taken advantage the most because he was cognitively limited. His mother was definitely struggling Mm -hmm. and she really was alone, you know, and she didn't have the knowledge, support, and the wherewithal to really put up a fight for her son. None of them did. Mm -hmm. So I really feel bad for Corey. Um, and parents do have to give consent to arrest for arrest of a minor, which um, Janina said. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one of the things that I learned. Not learned, but I always struggle with is how do we not know that? Like, how do we not know that you can't question my child without me? You cannot, you can't do any of those things without me present. Right. But yet they'll do it. Well, exactly. So it's like if I hurry up and do it, then hurry. So hopefully you'll tell me enough so I have so I can build a, bog, a bogus case, and mm-hmm. I can get this over with. And that's what this was about, you know. And like I said, you know, I consider him my nephew. He considered me his uncle, which is like my which is my brother's nephew. He was sixteen. Bobby was sixteen, and you can look this up. It's in the New Haven Register. Bobby Johnson. He spent ten years of his life for a murder he did not commit. Mm. He was yeah. coerced. To say things that he didn't know about, he didn't know the law, he didn't, he didn't know the system. He was there because they picked him up. They told him that they were going, you know, the whole strategy. Oh, don't worry, we'll take you. You know, just just tell us something. He told what he didn't know nothing about. They made him write a statement. They made him write a confession, and he had to do ten years. Now, since then, he has been exonerated. He has, you know, come home. He's living a productive life. But I promise you, mentally, it's still tough. Because when all of your teenage years is erasing, you're sitting behind a a cold, hard wall, and you're sitting with kids who committed murders, and now you're sitting with adults, that's tough. You know, that's tough. And, you know, when when you look at how that movie portrays America, like, that movie is a perfect example of how it portrays America. Like, this movie needs to be seen in every white school in America. In the world. But you know what? I say America because it's sad because different parts of the world understand this and they know how bad we get treated except for people here, which is so (laughs) sad. Which is so sad. You know, like you can go to any other part of the world and they love our culture. They respect us. But you come home, it's like, okay, cut it out. And I think that that's what this movie showed. This movie showed you the true essence of what America is and what it continues to be. Again, this was 30 years ago. Not 300 not 400, not even 50. This was 30 years ago. And Donald Trump, and, and the poignant part that was in the movie was the mom said, go ahead, let him have his 15 minutes of fame. He won't be around much longer. And that's, again, I mean, it was probably movie magic, but that's what we all thought. We all thought Donald Trump was going to be here for a second and he's out of here. But this man is the president surprise, of the United surprise. States who made sure these kids were locked up in jail. Let that sink in. This man is the president of the United States. And how many of us feel like we actually have civil rights? Hmm. I don't know. I'll wait. Yeah. When stuff like this has been happening, it still happens and continues to happen. You know, um, it's just at this point, the rage and the sadness and all the feelings that come 
I don't know how more people, uh, black people, do not really lose it and go off. Mm. Well, we can't go. Because you feel so mad. Like, you feel so mad and just, like, you cannot come out of it. Like, nothing's helping, nothing's being done. And that's where the the hopelessness and helplessness comes in. So when people say, why, oh, we have this event, we have that movement, all these people are not here. Why are they not here fighting for their own rights and this, that, and third? You got to understand what people are going through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do they get up every day knowing what's out there hanging over their heads, let alone go to a protest and deal with people lying to your face and the rage and not going to jail because you're ready to break somebody's neck? And right. let's be real. It's like, I don't know why people feel like they have to hush about the feelings they have. Right. And they shouldn't be hushing. Again, like I said, so watching this movie... And bringing it back, this movie is a perfect example of how we have a long way to go. Hmm. I mean, you know, we came a long way, don't get me wrong, but we still have a we long way to go. We came a long way, if you ask me. I'm sorry. I mean, from where... That's rhetoric they want us to believe. I mean, it's get, it got a little better. Hmm. But what I'm saying is that we still have a long way to go, and people got to respect that. And I think that people not respecting that is what's going to be the demise of a lot of things. And so when you say, why don't we, you know, fight and stand up? Because if we fight, we get harsher penalties. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, we got black Twitter. That's who, that's... Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, but we ain't got a whole lot of black judges that can mm-hmm. say, you know, that they're putting on these mm-hmm. cases. And that's the main thing. Like, yeah, you know, we have judges. We have, a, you know, which is good because, you know, they have 19 females in Texas who, you know, are judges. But they're not going to give them those cases, though. Right. The bottom line is, until more black people get into the decision-making structures mm-hmm. and positions of power and authority and get in those positions and really, really be 100% in charge, because we have a lot of people who are puppets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of not course. Not by choice, right? Because mm-hmm. they're letting the... Si- okay. Chill, because you talking too I'm much. Not even gonna, I'm not even going to... You talking too I'm much. Don't go. You talking too much. I don't go that far. That's another show. We, but y'all get what I'm we saying. We're going to get shut down the first day. Yeah. And yeah. we ain't even... My page is going to be blocked. That's all right. Block it. That's all right. But it's just frustrating, to say the least. That's just a kind word to say. After watching this, do not watch this and then go out in public and Hell just... No. Don't go to, to completely white spaces. Nope. Don't go places where you know you're not wanted as a black person because you will be amped up, you will be fueled, and you'll be ready to take somebody's head off. Yes, and I'm not will. even joking. And like you said, watch it in parts. Like, yes. we thugged it out, and we watched it. Uh, there you go, Raymond. Exactly. Hey, Only Raymond. likes us to entertain, work, and fight. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Watch American this. K-A. Right. Yes. Watch this movie in parts. Please do. Now, could you read some of these comments? Yep. Okay. That was Raymond Bennett's comment. Sean said, Malcolm X said it best. White people believe they have to keep us down they in do. fear that if we ever reach their level or higher, mm-hmm. we will do to them what they have done to us for centuries. If you... <laughs> and I used to think, like, yes, we should turn the other cheek, right? And yes, I... F- Everybody knows black people are the most forgiving, mm-hmm. as they say, to the opposite or other cultures, right? Other races. Um, but I feel Malcolm X. I feel that rage. And I feel like, is it going to take us to do what they do to, for us to do to them what nope. they do to us 
to stop nah. what is happening. And sometimes I go through this thought process around and around, and I'm like, yeah, it is. Like, yeah, yeah, it is. Nah. You know? And I get hyped and I get nope. amped up. Like, yeah, let me find nope. a review we can't. so we could go handle we can't. some business. We can't. that's how it feels. Nah, yeah, that's how I feel, but at the same time. So my boy Lamont, he's like a brother. He said, whenever, he said, when a scab is healing, what happens? It becomes more aggressive. Mm-hmm. When it's no, it's about to die out. It becomes more aggressive, mm-hmm. and that's when you got the scab. You know what I mean? So you leaving the scab. So if we were to do what they did to us, then guess what? We will lose all dignity because everything that we work for will be counterproductive. And you know that the media they're gonna spin it. They're gonna make us look crazy. They're gonna make us look like, oh, look at these barbarians. But I think that. In order to combat this, we got to be in position. We got to be in power because not only are they doing it, but they're also in power. Mm-hmm. So we need these cases to be getting seen in front of our judges. Mm-hmm. Like, we need these cases to be seen in front of our prosecutors. You know, we need our officers who are actually doing their job. That's what we need because fighting, like, we already know we could do that. We, are, we already know what we're capable of doing. And you know doing. if we did... What will happen, but also... Mm-hmm. We also, if we do that, then we got to stand up and we got to stay, you know, we got to stay, you know, together because we can't stay divided because what happened is we'll go have this big old march. We'll go have this big old, you know, protest and we'll fight, fight, fight. And then next day it's like, okay, well, you over there, I'm over here. And then we'll be separate. Yeah. yeah. The, seg- the segregation and working in silos is, you know, a challenge. It's a big challenge in New Haven in different capacities, not just in, you know, working on injustices and things like that. Just in general. And it's something that I've seen like over time, over time. I agree, Raymond. Let me get to these comments, though. Raymond Bennett said he lived in New York in 89 when this was happening, and he's never been back to the park ever since. He said, we have to own our own. We have to own our own. We must have our own schools, businesses. Mm -hmm. We don't have an economic base. Mm. So this is something I go back to all the time, and I've been really intentionally working on taking my black dollars where I feel they're valued and they're going to plant seeds, right? Mm -hmm. So finding the same types of services that you do being done by black people or owned by black people, and it's tough. I don't know if you've ever seen... I will tell everybody to watch that episode... Mm -hmm. Killer Mike's Netflix. Oh, yes. He did an episode. I forgot what it's called, his um, show. It's called... Uh, go ahead. I'll think of it. Killer Mike, he has a show on Netflix, and he did an episode about spending only his money and only using products, everyday stuff that is made and, you know... Um, it's called Trigger Warning. People. Trigger Warning. Yeah. So he had to go through for, I think it was two or three days... Traveling, eating, doing everything that he does, just spending with money with black people. And if you just watch that, it is so sad. Because there were things that he just could not even find. Mm-hmm. And he was in where? Georgia? He's in Georgia. He was in Georgia. You know, Georgia's the blackest, one of the blackest places. Uh, supposed to be. Supposed to be. Um in the South, and he could not find one. So it's just things like that that we need to make a better effort. And I agree with Raymond that it is about where we put our money. But the challenge is how do we get people in positions where we can put our money to them? Mm. And it's not attached to 
a white dollar, right? It's very hard. It's very hard when you think about it, but it's not impossible. You know what else? And people, gonna, they ain't going to like me for this, but I got to say it. You know, like you said, our religious leaders. Hey, Stacy. Oh, don't even. Like, we can't, like, if you look at the African-American community, we are the most divided when it comes to religion because right. we have so many sects in the religion. Then we have so many religions that people are actually worshiping and mm-hmm. believing in. Again, I'm not against no one's religion. I'm not against anything that you, you know, believe in. But at the same time, you can't tell me that my cousin is a Muslim and we can't worship together. Mm. So if we can't worship together, then our spiritual leaders are telling us two different things. And that's causing division, not only within the religion, but also within the home. Chill, chill, chill. I, I know. I, I, I know. No, you're about to go off. I know. No, sh- I'm about to get banned. Hey, Stacy. I'm about to get banned. But... It's this, true, though. It's true. This is the truth right here. But we're going to... There's so many pockets and lanes we can go into right now. But really, before we end, I just want to make sure we give you specifics about, yes. you know, and just a guide in watching. Just Let's from get our five facts. Five. five tips or five things, five things to look out for when you watch When They See Us. Because I know a lot of people still haven't watched it yes. because of... All the comments. Oh, it's real. Hosting. It's that real. Seen. It's a like if you're talking about the movie Get Out, this is Get Out, <laughs> but this is dead serious. But Get Out wasn't even nah, this thing. a fraction of the emotion nah, that you're gonna yeah. feel when you walk away from this. Um, and I do think it is as, as difficult and hurtful it was to watch. I do think everybody that is black, everybody that is white, brown, purple, pink, right. Mm-hmm. needs to watch it because I, I think what's missing from society is people really have an empathy mm. for what black people go through. Talk about it. There is no empathy. It's sympathy at times. It's, oh, man, that's so sad, and then keep eating their food. No, we need some downright empathy. Feel if you was in that person's shoes... How would you feel? Right. That's what this movie, this film does. Mm-hmm. So I do think everybody should see it. Number one, do not watch the whole thing straight through. Do no. not watch all four parts. And it's just too much to handle. It's like when you're eating a good plate on Thanksgiving, you know how you pile it on and you think you're going to eat it, and then you eat three bites and you're like, oh, you struggle? Mm-hmm. Back away from the table. Pack it up. Save it. Leftovers is still popping, right? Mm-hmm. Do not. When you do watch it and you start having those intense emotions, pause it. Yeah. Pause it. Talk, talk about it through. It. Cry. Do what you need to do. Do not force feed yourself with this film. The second thing is do not watch it alone. Mm-hmm. Do not. The person that you chill with the most, the person that you tell all your secrets to, the person that you feel you're most safest with, watch it with them. Don't watch with somebody that you're scared to Mm -hmm. have emotion with because then it defeats the purpose. Three, don't go telling everybody as soon as you see them, this is what happened when they see us and it's wrong because you know why? If they have not seen it, Number one, they're not going to get your emotion. Number two, mm-hmm. if they don't have empathy, mm-hmm. that's messing with your healing and your process. 
Yes, it is. And number four. I, I, I'm going I'm to handle the, the last What's one. What's the last one? No, we, no, we got five. So well, we I'm got do five? five. Yeah. Oh. So you do four. Four is <laughs> do not enter provoking situations oh, directly yeah. after watching this. Because your ass will be locked up. You will be locked and up. And we can't help you. We're so, going to help you. We're going to figure it out, okay? I mean, listen. Sell some dinners, whatever listen, we got to do. Listen, I ain't selling no dinners. I I'm can't cook. <laughs> we just told your ass don't go act listen, crazy now. Do not. I mean, watch it. Have time. Don't plan to leave the house. You know, go anywhere crazy. Just chill. Because you're going to be so raw. Mm-hmm. I We watched that night and woke up in the morning and did our routine. And then we headed out eventually. And I still wasn't ready. Nah. Still wasn't ready. No, I shouldn't did that. Those are my four. The last one is share this movie with your Caucasian <laughs> friends. Please do. They like ain't even gotta be this friends. is this is not a movie that we share just amongst us because that's not the message. This is not the message where you know it's like fight the power. Nobody could watch it. No, you share it with your white friends. You share it with your white friends. Even if you have not watched this, then you share it with your white friends and say, "Huh." You watch this, and we're going to talk about it. Mm. Because after they watch it, either two things are going to happen. Either they're going to say, you know what? This shit is wrong. What can we do about it? Or they're going to say, you know what? Yeah, it wasn't that bad. Now, if somebody say that, then you really need to watch them. Because if they said this is not that bad, then you really need to check your friendship because mm. it's real. I'm telling you. But like you said, sweetheart, if you have, this is about you know empathy. You know, Really saying, you know what? I cried and that was sad. Like, what can we do? And that's what it's about. So this is not just for us. This is not a secret recipe. This is something that needs to be shared with everybody that's not a minority. So please share this. I'm going to hit up a few more comments. Raymond said... Oh, that's my dude right there, man. Okay. He said, in our community, we pay tithes on Sunday, put money in banks on Monday... And can't, can't get, get alone, alone on Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh-huh. Amen. That's true. Listen. That's true. And he said he cannot watch it because he lived it. That's and true. And I think that's the exception. If you're a person who lived this, you know this story, this story is your story, yes, you know, I don't think it's necessary for you to re-traumatize yourself, right? But you still got to share it, though. But you... You got to share it can have an impact. Your story can have an impact. Mm-hmm. So I would say share your story. Share Be that movie. story so somebody can have some empathy because that's what we're missing today. Mm-hmm. And even within black community and outside of the black community, it's empathy. People need to feel what people feel mm-hmm. when they go through these struggles. Yes, they do. Um, he also said... And this right here is it. It should be a rite of passage for black boys to see this. I agree. Mm, I agree. Well, my mentees are going to watch this, and I'm going to break it down with them, and and we're going to watch this, and we're going to talk about it because this is something that cannot go unnoticed. A lot of kids that need to watch this aren't going to watch this. Mm -hmm. We made our son watch it, and he's going to, you know, and we talked about it, but kids need to watch it because... Kids are so untouchable. Like they feel like they cannot be touched. Mm-hmm. But which yeah, they man. should. Yeah. Which they should. Because part of having a childhood is being naive, yeah. being innocent, right? Being invincible. That is how you grow. And you should grow up in an environment that allows you 
to do that as a child. Mm-hmm. So they're right to have those feelings and right. those thoughts because that's what being a child is. So it's sad that because of all the hate in the world, that's being taken away and we have to raise our children quicker, faster, harder yeah. than we want to. Because why? If we don't, they might die. Mm-hmm. Somebody might kill them. Crazy. It is not for no other reason. So expose them to this absolutely because I think it's just a reality for us at this point. But my last statement about this is after you watch it or after you discuss it or hear someone's story and you get that empathy, you put it into action. Mm-hmm. And my whole purpose of you know really speaking on this is because Ava DuVernay just literally it's like she put me up picked me up by my shoulders and said get up and do something gotcha and gotcha. i'm thankful that i've had the opportunity to work with many people in the streets on the ground doing work different mm-hmm. things advocating for myself for my children for all of our children right i've been able to do that so i'm telling people don't wait until it's your family you're right. Right? Get out there and do something and make a commitment. One thing that you're passionate about in a movement of many things mm-hmm. and focus on that. And if everyone does that, the change is possible. Right. Now, it's going to be tough now because tough. when they see us changing, just know we're going to have some wrenches thrown in. It's going to be tough. But like anything, it will get better. So we just got to be consistent with it. We got to, man. So, well, man, good night. She said good night. Yes, good night, Miss Lisa. And also, don't forget to catch me in the morning, 94.3 WYBC. And if you do not live in this area, it's 943WYBC.com every morning at the Juan Castillo Morning Show. And uh, yeah, we're going to have some good stuff. And And they're giving out tickets too. Don't forget, don't shoot the messenger podast every Sunday at 1 p.m. Now, Now, next week is Father's Day. Okay. Hell, won't work on so, Mother's Day. Yeah. Nah, I'm going to work. Cause that's what we do. You know, because Mother's Day, <laughs> y'all get the best deals. Mother's Day, get, they get to take the whole day off. So, fathers, so we're going to still rock the show out. You oh, know what okay. I mean? So, so we're going to still have the show. Um, I don't know where it's going to be at, though, because I know we changed locations. But it's all good. So, but thank you. Thank you for having so me on your show. Yes, yeah, true. Location. We mobile out that's here. That's true, yo. Global, it is. We worldwide. So, are you going to have me back on your show? Mm, eh. Yeah. Whatever. Let's see what the viewers think. Should I have him back on? I'm the best go. What are you talking about? <laughs> Nobody come to see you, Otis? <laughs> come to That's see terrible. This is why I don't, this is why I can't so. for him. But I appreciate all y'all tuning in and sharing your thoughts. Yes. And um And this know. will be on Apple Music, I mean iTunes, iTunes Spotify, everywhere. So we're gonna share it. It's gonna be on a something like that podcast. So I'm gonna share it to your page and then you can share it to everybody. It's gonna be on within like, I don't know. Y'all see you soon. 30 minutes. So. All right. Good night. Peace out. You got to stop it this way. No, I already did.